0: You are now tuned into to Cup of Grind with Jada D. This is your daily dose of what's real in entrepreneurship. This podcast is intended for the new business owner, the person with a really good idea but not sure where to begin, and that person working at a job dreaming of the day that they can work for themselves. It's grind time. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Jada D. This is another Cup of Grind podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to jump right in and talk about my guest for today. It is my homie. Um, I love him to death. I thank him for being a part of my journey and my season while I was in Dallas, Texas. I'm speaking of the so fresh and so clean always, Mr. Brian Millage or Millage. Depends on how well you know him. I am excited to have him on today. This is a hilarious conversation that you've got to make sure you are here for. Grab your scotch, your whiskey, your red wine. And if you're kind of weird and really like vodka, grab that too. But make sure you stay locked and loaded to this hilarious conversation where we get down and dirty about the reality of being an entrepreneur while still working a nine to five. Brian is a lifestyle consultant that assists individuals in looking and feeling their best on a daily basis. Whether it's a special event, daily occasion or everyday living Brian's main motto is look your best and feel your best currently he's obtaining his MSW and MBA from the University of Texas at Arlington for his full-time job he works in development and fundraising for a local nonprofit that supports homeless children for his 5 to 9 he's operating his own business the malage for style consulting in addition to working for Franklin and Anthony as a custom clothier on suits for men and women Make sure you get ready for this hilarious conversation with my man Brian. Check it out. What's up, Brian?
1: What's good? Your intro music kind of live.
0: Hey, well, thank go, you. You know I what? I actually live. produced that myself, so I really appreciate that.
1: Hey, no, that's that's like live. I ain't, just I ain't add that to just team.
0: add that to my resume. I'm a music yeah. producer as well.
1: Producer, your whole <laughs> intro is fire too. Like. I was trying at the jam and be too live, but it's it's hey, nice. Man.
0: Thank you, I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah most so, of them. So, you know, when I think of you, I I think of you know just black businessman style, just super suave.
1: So, oh, I, I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> I'm super curious to know, like as a baby, were you like one of those babies that were dressed up in your baby pictures or or not?
1: Nah? I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking back on my mantle right now where I got my, my photos. And um it was a lot of bow ties, a lot of suspenders, um a few polos here and there.
0: Okay. And
1: my shirt was always tucked in.
0: Wow. Not gonna lie. That's funny. I'm not surprised though. So <laughs> you already had it pretty much down packed as a baby. So as an adult, as a grown man, as a grown ass man, what do you what would you say are like some three businessman style essentials
1: three three uh i'm not gonna throw in the season because the three pieces that i'm gonna name you can wear in any season i'm gonna just say always have you a nice watch you know regardless i don't care if you're a gold man silver man leather man woman don't matter like just have a nice watch definitely one essential uh one essential another essential that i love and i always keep in my car is a denim jacket And I feel like Texas, you know, you can have three or four seasons in one day, but I feel like it's very versatile and it can go with whatever you're wearing for the most part. I don't care if you're wearing a college shirt, a dress shirt with a tie, a a local brand or graphic tee, that denim, no matter blue jean or black jean, can always go with whatever you're wearing. And then I'm an accessories guy. So in addition to my watch, I'm going to say bracelets. Like in a, in every photo, every time you see me, no matter who you are, if I meet you once and numerous times, you will always catch me with bracelets. Um, okay. Whether it's like a one strand, two strand, gold, silver, rocks, beads, whatever, always have bracelets on me.
0: Okay, cool. That's what's up. So in the intro, I introduce you. I'm telling your business name, and it's funny because I was like, hmm, you know, I've when we first met, um, I met. I met you before right. you officially launched but I was there when you kind of introduced, you know, your uh style consulting business. Right, and so from right. then on I've always just called you like Brian Millage, but I'm like that doesn't sound right. So mm-hmm. like it, is it Millage or Millage? You're like official government. So it's
1: funny. Um I'm going to do a a quick short story, but mainly I started my business based on what people thought of me, you know, um, from just think tank and our conversation that you and I've had personally and a few other things, it's like people will already place you in what they think you are or where they think you should be. And so I didn't let my mouth or my voice or my branding do the talking. I let people around me that I trusted do it for me. So as you just mentioned, like you feel like when I was born, I was born with like, you know, fresh or with a bow tie or always was a suave young guy. And so I think my brand should carry the weight of that. So for you and a lot of people to say, you know, is it this or is it that? It's truly what you want it to be because (laughs) I represent the people. I help them choose what they want to look like, how they want to dress, what they want to wear, what their price point is and so forth and so on. Um, But as a tidbit, you know, Jada D first. My government name is Millich. I always tell people it takes a village to raise a millage. So M-I-L-L-A-G-E is my government name. Um, but when the brand came about, the Milage, I started saying that because people not only thought it was how you pronounce it, but it's a little bit of class and suave that they added to my name that made it more appropriate, that made it more business, that made it more exquisite. And so... I literally called the business the Milage, and people will yell yell at me or holler at me like, "Hey, Mr. Milage, what's good?" And I still answer to it because that's the brand that was created for me based on my peers and my clients, and so I'm gonna rep that to the day, you know. Hey,
0: I get it. That makes a lot of sense. That's what's up, though. That that's yeah. what's up. So by night, weekend, and after hours, you're running mm-hmm. a style and consulting business. But during the day, you know, it's your full time. You're you're working in development and fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um. So tell me, like, how had you know development and fundraising for a nonprofit for homeless children? Mm-hmm. So how has being in that type of industry day to day really kind of shaped how you run your business?
1: Um. I mean, I, I would say it's definitely shaped me quite a bit. Uh, mainly knowing that. You know, in order in the city of Dallas, especially, in order to raise money, people prefer you to look like you have money, and you know, as a guy who doesn't have a lot of money, who was raised uh in what sub level mid level poverty um coming up from a single parent home and now having two parents in my life, like you gotta kind of represent yourself in ways that people wouldn't necessarily place you in. And so especially in fundraising, people talk to those individuals who look like they come from the same background as them. So if I'm out here trying to raise a million dollars from one event, I got to look like I know what a million dollar looks like, what it smells like, how it acts, and how it dresses. Mm. And so when it comes to not only my business, um, excuse me, not, when not only doesn't come to my, da- my daily nine to five, but they also translate into how I tend to business on a personal level. Um, my mom always told me that you never know who you're going to meet or who you're going to run into. You never know if that's going to be your next job opportunity or your next check, in a sense. So I have to dress myself and act as if my money is on the line. Yeah. Not only the money that I have, but money coming in. And so on a daily basis, I meet individuals who may be making six figures, um, people who may be making five figures, people who may be making four figures. doesn't matter, but that person always has something to offer or give to me whether it's the time, their talent, or their treasure, not only on a daily basis in my job, but also in my five to nine dealing with the milage and a few other ventures that I help run. So I'm always thinking about how can I present myself in a way that makes somebody come up to me and being comfortable, but also have that conversation of where can we take this relationship that we're about to have?
0: Absolutely. So um, the Cup of Grime podcast really focuses on um, monetizing your skills, your God-given gift, And so, you know, for for your five to nine, let's talk to millage and, and your other endeavors. Once people kind of spoke into existence, this business for you, mm-hmm. how did you decide what you wanted to do with it and, and run with it into a style consulting business?
1: Well, it, it kind of started and began with people just asking me for advice. I mean, on a daily basis, it was, hey, does this outfit look right? Or can I put these two colors together? Or can I put this bow tie with this dress shirt? Or can I wear this dress with these heels? And so forth and so on. And, you know, after some time, people began to ask me so many questions. I was like, wait a minute. Should I just be giving these answers out like that? And once again, (laughs) excuse me, um, it came to, to Think Tank. They were like, Brian, like, B, people do this on a daily basis and they make money. People are celebrity stylists. People are um, cleaning out closets—they are literally the people that don't get invited to the red carpet, but make that red carpet picture or appearance happen, or make that dress happen. Right. And I was like, "Well, y'all yeah, Shoal is right. Let me go ahead and make a <laughs> make this a business." And you know, when it came to the name, um, it was already—I mean, already set in stone. Like, "Oh man, Millage, Mister Millage." I was like, "Oh, well, I might as well use my last name." Um, yeah. but with that, really understanding that there's almost a business in everything that everyone does on a daily basis. Why not go into business for yourself if you have that mindset? Or why not just make some extra income doing what you enjoy doing outside of your daily gig? Um, And so it's kind of where it came about. I just decided to make my, you know, happy moments or the moments that I found the most pleasure in when it comes to other people was helping them feel good and look good by what they wore on a daily basis. So the Malaz was created. Uh, we offer style consulting. So just helping you figure out what looks best to clean it out your closet and completely overhauling it to make it a, more appropriate to what you do on a daily basis. And also help mm-hmm. you figure out maybe what you need for your upcoming events. So the upcoming galas, the wedding that you're attending, uh, the birthday parties, so forth and so on. So we help kind of a, with a full fashion overhaul if needed.
0: It's funny because I was actually recently telling a good friend of mine. I just want somebody to. I, I actually told her specifically. I said, "Can you like write to a show and tell them that I need like a new wardrobe or something? Like just tell them I need a whole overhaul or whatever. However, you need to play it. I got you. you know? So don't worry about <laughs> having to do that, folks. Just call Mr. Milage. This is the man. Call. Just call me. Yes, call him listen oh me
1: i can't sing but you know you get it
0: so have have you had a a customer client that really didn't want to take like they they hired you but they really didn't want to take your advice and they were a little more difficult than they should have been considering you are in a service-based business to assist them and how did you handle it
1: so far um i've had only a handful if that um but the hardest part and i would say this because it's Typically comes with women, it's getting rid of those sentimental pieces. <laughs> those that that one prom dress that you wore back when you was with Bay in 04, 5, and 6 or whatever. Do do you it. know, you you had this moment knowing that you hate his guts now, you're never gonna see him again. He married with three kids. Uh, getting rid of those pieces have been the hardest part for a lot of people. Um, but it's really like, hey, you hired me, you are paying me to come over here and have this talk with you to get understand your life, to understand your fashion history. Like, let me help you. But, you know, coming from a customer service and retail field, the customer's always right. If you don't want to get rid of it, that's on you. I came yeah. to you, told you my thoughts and what you can do to do better or to get rid of it, and we're going to go from there. Um, I don't try to harp on too much stuff that won't be let go because it's ultimately up to the client and the consumer um uh, but I, I i may stress it but it's ultimately yeah. up to you um as a part of my services though I also give an option for the client to figure out what they want to do with the old clothes so um I try to either donate it to a nonprofit of their choice okay um, I would either try to consign it and also get some more money from their pockets or for their closet uh, so typically with what I'm able to consign um I'll usually go take the money and buy some of those pieces that we talked about to put back in your closet. Or if you just want the money for extra spending cash, that's also an option too. But it's really doing a uh, full service. And as a nonprofit side of me and where I work, I'm always looking out to serve others. So if you have the same heart, we can serve others or we can serve your closet. Either way it goes. Um, yeah. But
0: I love that. So aside from styling people and consigning and, you know, Really, kind of finding pieces for them. Are there any other services that you currently offer?
1: So, uh, those are the main right now. I'm also um, okay. now a part of Franklin and Anthony. Um, shout out to Mike Taylor and, and Mr. Frank himself. Uh, I'm now in the business of making suits for men and women. So, adding that right. to my service uh, really increases the value of the work that I do, but also offering the clients more options to choose. Um, So some people may just need a consult for an upcoming event. Some people may need me to find an entire new outfit for them. Or some people may need a new suit for the wedding they're attending, for actually the wedding that they're participating in or going to be brides or grooms or whatever it may be, or just a suit on a regular basis. Um, So once again, if you need me for that, you can check out my website. Themillage dot com or FranklinAndAnthony.com dot com as well, just to see coming some of the styles and services that we're offering.
0: Awesome! So, when you decided that you were going to, you know, live out your purpose, have your business, what fears did you have?
1: Uh, I'd say not making it. I think that's one of the biggest fears for a lot of entrepreneurs. Is like, man, what if I take this leap of faith? What if I you know, uh, just go out on a limb and make this business happen, and start marketing myself, and then nobody books me, or nobody wants to pay for my services, or my services are this, that, and the other, or I'm not ready yet. But I think, man, one girl once told me, excuse me, one woman once told me, "Shut up and keep grinding."
0: <laughs> Who said that?
1: <laughs> uh, some girl named Jada D. I, you know, she just said, "Shut up and keep grinding," like straight up. If you want to do it, do it for yourself, and regardless of what you may think or what everybody else may have to say about it. If you want to do it and want it bad enough, just shut up and keep grinding yeah. grind until you're happy with yourself and what you're trying to do. Cause you are your biggest critic. And as long as you're happy, you're happy.
0: Absolutely. So thinking of like, you know, making yourself happy and you determining your level of success, we keep, we keep it real here at, um, at the cup of grind podcast. So I want you to be honest with yourself and with, mm-hmm. with us. What are the things that you know about yourself personally that has really stopped you from reaching the level of success that you know you're capable of reaching?
1: Being openly honest, I, I'd i say one issue that I have is with myself. I know that my nine to five, I'm still letting it control and dictate my life. Um, of course, mainly because it's paying the bills right now. But I know that if I want to grind more from the malar standpoint, I literally just got to be out there more, not only in terms of networking, which I do a lot of, but it's really honing in on those connections and saying, hey, uh, I met you this date. It's been a while. I haven't heard from you. Let's do business. Or do you need my services? Or hey, do you have or know of anyone who needs my services? Let me do a referral process and really say, hey, um, you may may not be able to use me, but maybe someone you know does. And I'll give you a percentage off for a monetary amount off your services if you choose to book me at some point. Um, but recently I just found myself being into a point to where I found myself so busy and booked and stressed out and tired and worn out from my nine to five that I forgot about the milage. Mm. And I'm like, I grinded so hard to start this. Let me grind even harder to keep what I have going and to improve it and increase its worth from here. Um and this is in my mind, this is like my busiest season, not only with gala season and events and closet cleanouts and you know, non-profits and it's just busy all across the board for both of my businesses and what I do that I could do so much more for myself in the millage January one or honestly quarter one, two and three and be set before quarter four even hits. But that's just something I haven't grinded on as much as I should have just yet.
0: So you got to make that happen because, you know, when you were speaking on just following up with people, one thing that has always stuck with me, my mentor shared with me, my mentor, George Frazier, shared with me was 98% of people mm-hmm. do not follow up. And I have found that to be Facts. absolutely accurate. Um, we collect We collect business cards. We collect email addresses even exchange social media mm-hmm. contact information. But most of us don't follow up. You know, we, we, and we'll be hyped. We'll even tell somebody, mm-hmm. man, I got to tell you about this person I met. We'll do all of that. And then we let days pass mm-hmm. and it turns into weeks into months. Um, And that's really the, the peak period of which we should be reaching out to those contacts. And so I tell people all the time when they reach out to me about, you know, really trying to help them identify ways to monetize their, their talents and skills. I always say, you know, we are all in the business, we are all in business, we are in the relationship business, there is not, everyone is in the business of building relationships and whatever, and and you can take that and run with it in in any industry, so um, I know that, You've already, at least outside looking in, you've already reached some different uh-huh. levels of success. But it's good to hear from you knowing that you are getting in your own way. And I think we all experience that. So you're not alone.
1: Agreed. We definitely
0: all experience that. So I know that moving forward, now that you've heard yourself say it, you will definitely get on it. So, effects. Thinking about like a level of success and what that looks like for you, have you ever thought about like that moment or that day? of when you can say, like, man, I really made it. Like, damn. What's that look like for you?
1: So I think I have a few levels to it, um, to be honest. So one level is being featured in a local magazine, Uh, whether it's for myself um, and, like, doing a a highlight piece or or whether it's actually having someone styled for a magazine cover or, you know, a full-page editorial or whatever it may be. I think that's one point to where, I could be like, yo, B, we did that. Like, yeah, we did that. You know, I had that kind of self-reflection moment. Um, I also think that, and I, I feel like it's coming sooner than later, uh, giving all glories of God to God, of course, but traveling across the country or overseas to help style somebody. Mm. Um, I don't know why. I've had a dream about it, you know, in the past few weeks. Um, and I don't know if it's, I don't know when it's coming, but I, I just feel like it's coming. Um, actually, having the opportunity to style someone um, in a, another country for their special event, or helping them at least get dressed for it, um, and then I think another one is when I'm able to knock on wood when I'm able to quit my my full time job and really go into business for myself and make my coins myself. Yes,
0: Goals. Um,
1: and be and be able to really drive what I'm doing, not only for myself but for those around me, and cr- ensuring that we can all look the part, feel the part, dress the part, but also make sure our bank accounts have that part. <laughs> um yes,
0: <laughs> and y'all I think tweet that, that tweet it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I really think that'll be that'll be a, a huge pivot point in my life like man, them live out here making moves and money. This is great.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's funny. Um yeah. so I like to do this thing that I call like a mogul Mount Rushmore. So you got four people. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Um, what? Who? Who are the four that you would have in your mogul Mount Rushmore?
1: Man, this is pretty deep. I'm gonna say this is kind of hard now. I'm gonna say Big Sean. Uh, mainly for fashion purposes, like Big Sean is fairly dope for business, passion, and fashion. Um, two. I'm gonna say Jay Z, um, and I say that because in one of my partnerships uh, with B Miller, Brandon Miller, shout out to B Gary Brand and, and 2 Fly Fundraiser that we help operate with Bola, like I'm the Jay Z and he's the P Diddy. So I feel like with a, with the mindset, with the money, with the business, with the music, with his you know his wife and his children and everything, like that's a smart ass man to keep you know, his sanity to keep his dirty laundry aired out, but yet clean at the same time and admit to his faults. Mm-hmm. Also have a great business in what he did with title and what he's doing and making money for not only himself, his family, but those around him.
0: Absolutely.
1: I'm going to say crazy, but I'm going to say Bill Gates. Um, okay. Once again, for the business mindset, the fact that he was able to take something and an idea and make it what it is today and make boo off of it. That takes a level of brilliance to accomplish, and not everybody has that thrive and that drive to make that happen after so many people tell you, oh, you're crazy, you're not going to do this, you're a nerd, you're a geek, whatever. And then last but not least, my president, number 44 himself, Obama. Like, he got to be up there. He has to be. That's like a a staple on the mogul Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah. For obvious reasons, for all the obvious reasons.
0: Absolutely. For
1: his presidency, to his family, to his mindset, to that billion dollar deal with Netflix. Like the book sign is like, talk about the GOAT. Barack's the GOAT.
0: I love it. That's awesome. So I know that you're still trying to reach different levels of success, which are really cool, which are Mm -hmm. really dope. But so far, you know, I think that sometimes we often overlook the small victories. So, what can you say is like your proudest moment to date?
1: Proudest moment to date. Um, I I will say I've had a few. I'll give you three because three is my favorite number. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. One was actually styling people for like their major events in the city. Um, one of them being Cosign Mag. Uh, I actually helped styled a few. Um. I guess editorials or features that would have been in the magazines. I think I want to say it's magazine 21 and 23 mm-hmm. um, be great. And the Milage actually did a collab event and it's in the cosign mag. I helped a lot with a uh, black Men's Wear, and a previous, um, I guess Photoshop photo shoot that we did and was featured in the magazine. So like, and that's a, and I talked about that being one of my major goals. Like I made it, but I've kind of already accomplished it. Like, Being featured in a local city magazine, Um, Uh, check. Yeah, like so, check. Uh, Shout out to Cosign Magazine on that too. Um, And then two, once again, shout out to Cosign because KG for his inaugural uh, Cosign Gala and Award Ceremony last year, I actually styled him as he was the MC and one of the spearheads of the event. And so, and during that point, I didn't really want any shine for it. I was just happy that he chose me to help him look his best and feel his finest. And we were able to accomplish that. And I can proudly say again, uh, we did it again for the second annual Cosign uh, Awards in Gala. So, um, And then I guess my third is just being so honored to have so many of my friends who helped me get to this point I allow me to help them in their closets and in their daily attire. Um, you know, there's many people... And I'm sure you can speak to this too, Jada. So many people that say they want to support you, but all they all they do is like a picture. All they do is say that was dope, or all they do is say, "Hey, let's actually work together," but yeah. they never actually follow up. But to have friends and even family members who connect with me and say, "Hey, I want to pay you for what you have to offer to me." Yeah, I want to be sure that I can support you not just from afar but also in person. And then having those people actually book me. And have me help them has been, I think, one of the truest highlights of, you know, where I am today.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And I think it's really I think it's really um, interesting how you, you know, kind of hit on um, a level of support that you're looking for. I know for me, I have found that just through business, it's important Mm -hmm. for you to help people understand what type of support you need because support can kind of right. appear in different ways Right,
1: right. and right. so
0: I have found that I have to guide people and you know just the same way I would do in a relationship where I'm going to show you how to love me let me show you how to support me so I have actually one of the things I have done is to say hey you know, um, I'm with mm-hmm. brothers, just say, for example, is with my apparel business. I'm like, hey, Grind Match is having a sale. Have you been to the website recently? Can you do me a favor and share this? Or can mm-hmm. you do me a favor and send this link to some people or what have you? Because sometimes people do view their support as liking a post. Um, and so I think it's important that we identify what support means for us. And then also not disregard that there are levels to support because there are some people that may not ever buy anything
1: from you. Exactly.
0: They they may not ever buy anything from you, but when you want to disconnect and when you want a break away from work and from the busy season and things like that, there may be some people that are there for you. So mm-hmm. everyone has their own definition of it. But I have recently just started realizing, wait, I actually want people to buy something. Right. And that's okay.
1: Right. For
0: you, you're like, no, I actually need you to reflect. I need you to let me style you or tell me someone that I can style. Send someone my way. I need the coinage. Right.
1: I need that referral.
0: Because right now, support for me means money. Yeah. And that's okay. Just admit it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's, that's that's super real. Um, And I've just, look, I've been on a complete straight path of being very self-aware. Uh-huh. Very focused on, like, and very intentional in saying, hey, this is what I need. If you can't mm-hmm. meet that, that's okay. But I want to at least say I did my due diligence in telling you what I needed
1: and told you what I needed. Yeah. And I I first found that in nonprofit, um, being that that's you know where I spend a lot of my time at, and you know, especially this time of year, it's where everyone wants to volunteer and be a part of the nonprofit in, in our um in our endeavors. Mm-hmm. But I always tell people, wow, we're opening eleven more months out the year. Don't just come in December, like. We're a business, just like any other. We it takes us money to operate. Yeah, it takes us volunteers throughout the year to make sure that we can continue to do this, and it takes time and treasure. Like yeah. it's, and it's funny that I noticed that with nonprofit, it's how the holidays become more of that support time of year. But as an entrepreneur, I need support year round too. Yes. Like yes. don't don't just support me when it's gala season, or don't just you know try to book me when it's time for your event. I mean, and let this be an ad or whatever you want it to be. I can help you year round. Closet conversions, closet cleanup, closet organizations, style consulting before you going on your first or 35th date with Bay or when you're getting ready just to go That's out to dinner or date. whatever. <laughs> hey, you know, we got to spice it up. People still love going on dates. Uh, I style my mom for her wedding anniversary with my dad. Like, yes, she was like, hey, I need you to style me. I bring you back some leftovers, and I give you a little bit of coins. I said, "Cool, my thanks, supporting the millage." Absolutely, um, but just simple things like that. I mean, I do, as you mentioned, Jada, I do appreciate different levels of support, um, and know that they're all appreciated. But also know that as a service and as a business, I'm here for everybody year round. So don't be afraid to call me tomorrow. Don't be afraid to call me next week. Don't be afraid to call me for spring break. Uh, I actually help somebody plan a. 15 day vacation overseas. And I planned out every day of their outfits. Like, wow. Even for, you know, the, um, the service, uh, this and, and correct me, the service vacations, what do you, the volunteer vacations that you do? Um, like, let me be a part of that.
0: <clears throat> it's called voluntourism.
1: Thank you. Volunteerism. Thank you. Uh, even those type things, let me be a part of that and helping you dress and be comfortable for your volunteerism, for your tourism, for your festivities and everything that you have to partake in when you travel abroad. So I'm all for it. I'm here all for it. Plug it. it. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. So one of the, one of the things I love about um, this podcast and this platform that I've created is I like not only people to get these nuggets, get these tips. I really want them to have some resources they can take away that maybe you are Mm -hmm. using that I'm using. So that are there any apps or software or business essentials that you are using on a database? daily basis to kind of stay organized to kind of just um you know go out go throughout your day
1: honestly um there's a few that i use but in all honesty i use my calendar more than anything like i'm not trying to be you know simple simple Mech simpleton over here but my calendar saves my behind on a lot of occasions um, I've gotten a little bit into the the, the different calendars that are out there. Calendly to the set up appointments um, and other things like that. I will say, just a simple calendar, whatever one works for you, will work for you. Gotcha. Um, I will say, and I I hope this isn't a a undiscovered treasure by now, but Canva is the goat.
0: The goat,
1: <laughs> like the goat. Um, yeah, I need I need any. Apple Store or App Store to be sure that Canva is up there because for businesses, for promotional um pieces, for advertising, marketing, Canva is like the bee's knees on any platform.
0: Right. I got my entire employer thinking that I'm a graphic designer. Okay? <laughs>
1: Add that to the resume. Check. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, people sleep on Canva, but Canva is... The goat, yeah, but, it is, yeah. um, but that's that's been one of my favorites to use recently, uh, just because of the functionality, just because of what you can do for so many different other social media platforms all in one space.
0: Yeah,
1: um, that has been just all the payment apps like your Venmo, your Cash App, your PayPal, Google Pay, your invoice, your Point of Sale, your Chase, your Zelle, whatever. Like the fact that everyone has a different form of payment. And I can now accept them all. <laughs> all of them. How you wanna pay me? I say, you know what? I'll even accept your check. Cause I can scan that bad boy right here and put it in my account. Correct. Anyway, any payment app, I appreciate all y'all. Cause y'all allow me to get paid.
0: That is so funny.
1: Anyway, form and fashion possible.
0: That's hilarious. But that is fact. All right, that's a
1: that's a now that's a nugget. Right.
0: Are y'all writing it, if down, you're an entrepreneur, writing it down? If
1: you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> download every cash app possible, set up an account, get the free debit card that comes with it. Hell, I just got the Venmo card a few weeks ago and it's a MasterCard. I say, What? I'm moving up in the world. Got me a MasterCard for the free and no no penalties. I'm not about
0: to play with you. <laughs>
1: I'm just I'm just being honest. No, but
0: that's uh, no, that's real though. Cause like what if someone's like, Well, I don't have Cash App, all I got is Venmo, and now you don't have Venmo. So now they don't wanna do business with you because you 'cause you're taking too long to set up your account. You're right.
1: It's set yeah. up. Uh, I got Venmo, Cash App, Google Pay. Heck, I can get Samsung pay real quick if I need to. Uh in whatever other way is possible because I'm not gonna let my, I'm not going to let my functionality of how I receive money block my blessings. So people have different forms of payment. I can accept different forms of payment Absolutely. and one.
0: <laughs> and I one. love it. That's hilarious. Yeah. So man, this has been real good. You know, I definitely, um, I definitely love seeing your posts. I love, you know, seeing what you're going to wear the next day, whenever you post things. So I, this is a completely random question. It's almost unrelated, but I I gotta know how many times do you take? How many times does it take to get like the perfect picture?
1: Yeah. Like if you're taking it on the phone, the <laughs> average number of takes. So it's funny. I'm the one of the most candid people you are probably ever meet. Uh,
0: so you perfect?
1: No, I'm not. I didn't say I was perfect. I just say candid because I typically do not care how my photo turns out because I can I know I can probably use it for content. Uh, so for instance, the homie Brandon Moore, uh, go to Moore in Dallas, M-O-O-R-E in Dallas. Like his content is ridiculous. But it's because he uses almost every photo he takes uh, in some way, form, and fashion. And I think I'm almost to that level. But if I, I have a picture taken, I definitely
0: it? follow him. Yeah, I need to. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm right, yeah. yeah.
1: Co- go ahead and go. Yeah, go ahead and, and and co-sign that. Go ahead and peep into him. Uh, also, more in the making. M O O R E in the making. Like his content is ridiculous, and he does this for a business now. Uh, so mm-hmm. shout out to Be More. But pictures are pictures. I feel like they're taken for a reason, and now in the days of social media content you can use it for whatever it doesn't have to be in your feed but you can definitely put it in the story you can definitely use it for marketing you can use it for a lot of different things and it not disrupt the flow of your page You're right um, so i just did a shoot with a photographer recently took over 150 photos that she was able to send all of them to me and i'm gonna use those as just content builders having people follow my page see what i'm wearing See the accessories. See the entire look. See the places I visited, so forth and so on. But I don't look if I'm gonna pay the money and time for a photographer, and they're gonna spend the same time on me. I'm gonna use every cotton picking photo they took, and ensure that we can both benefit from it. Because believe me, I'm tagging them in every photo.
0: Correct. Make sure y'all go and check out um, Brian's page, Mister Underscore um, and notice how many pictures. Where he has um, a drink in his hand, actually. Hey,
1: hey, I, that's I did that as a as a recent study, but thank you for pointing that out. I think that, <laughs> I think
0: that beverages actually are essential for um, for business owners. I think that mm-hmm. yeah, drinking is essential for entrepreneurship. Everybody should definitely do it. Me, personally, um, red wine is my drink of choice while I'm recording the podcast. When I'm right. not recording the podcast, I'm like a Jack and Coke mm. or Crown on the Rocks type of girl.
1: And it's <laughs> even funny. Uh, First of all, I'm going to notate that. So when I see you, I'm going to get you some some Jack and Coke, get you some Crown and Coke, you know, anything with brown in it sounds like. Um, And it's funny, as we're doing this podcast, I got a Dos Equis in my hand, so... Yes just saying it's a stress reliever, you know, drinking may not be for everybody. Um, but I will say even when it comes to photos, like having a drink in your hand, just, it fills that void in your hand and not have awkward hands. Um, but also for marketing purposes and social media content, it's easy to pub who you're drinking, what you're wearing, where you are in any form or event. So the more you have, the more you're willing to share, the easier it is to get noticed by some of those brands too. So,
0: all right, did y'all write that down? So
1: that's that's like inverting one-on-one marketing, social media content messaging, like.
0: All right, y'all. Y'all can't. Y'all can't get any. Look, this all the free information <laughs> Brian got for y'all today. Y'all gonna have to book in and uh, sessions. Um, for for more information. But no, Brian, I, this has been fun. I really appreciate you taking our time um, to speak with me, to speak to us in this audience. Um, we really needed your, your expertise and your, um, those nuggets that you left us with. So where can we find you on social media?
1: And beautiful. Well, first and foremost, thank you for the invite Jada and making this happen and invite me to the podcast. And and think, and, Thinking that I was worthy enough to drop nuggets of wisdom in in words, so I do appreciate appreciate that. But um, everybody, once again, my name is Brian Millage or Millage, depending on your level of fanciness or not. Um, B r i a n last name M i l l a g e. You can find me at Instagram Mister underscore M i l l a g e and the Millage T h e M i l l a g e. And don't forget, we got a website out here. So just www.themillage.com. Feel free to follow me, schedule a consultation. Um, All my consultations are actually free for up to 30 minutes and just try to talk over what you want and what your needs are. And then from that point forward, we can actually schedule an appointment and meeting to make sure you get all the fashion needs that you desire. Um, so, yeah, thank you for everything, ma'am, and sending this platform for me. That's
0: what's up, man. I appreciate you. Until next time, this has been an amazing Cup of Grind podcast.
1: Hey, hey, a cup of grind, y'all. Get you hey. some.
0: Are you done playing games and ready to get out of your own way? Good. Go to jadadavis.com today to join my village, download your free startup checklist. And schedule time to speak with me during a free strategy call or think tank. That's J-A-D-A-D-A-V-I-S dot com. And as always, shut up, keep grinding.